0: I can be What's up? It's John Boy and Jake Radio. It's Monday, January 21st, the end of the divisional round, and, uh, That's about it. We got, uh, what's this? What's this? What's this? Uh, Simon and Garfunkel, but no Garfunkel, just Paul Simon. There we go. Paul Simon, you can call me out. You like this song, you like this music video.
1: One of my favorite music videos, yeah. Uh, A young. I don't know. I I think part of it is knowing what Chevy Chase's reputation is today, Um, that he was like. I don't know I think stars used to get away like he was just a jerk and it was like well-known <laughs> like yeah. Chevy Chase not a nice guy big ass but, like but like back in the day that was f- kind of fine if you were a big enough celebrity um, and like he didn't do any like bad bad stuff there hasn't been any Chevy Chase me too but
0: <laughs> no he's just a jerk like he- yeah he's just like
1: <laughs> a jerk bully so I think it's funny looking back seeing like he almost bullies Paul Simon in the music video.
0: The music video is great. If you've never seen the music video for You Can Call Me Al, go watch it. I just read about it, and they had a... Uh, Paul Simon played You Can Call Me Al on Saturday Night Live. He, like, did the monologue, and he played the song. Mm. And they used that as the music video for a long time, and Paul Simon didn't like it. So then Lorne Michaels and Chevy Chase from Saturday Night Live came up with a new music video. And it's that. <laughs> so, anyway, I was listening to the radio or I was listening to some Spotify playlist, and you can call me out. I came on and I was like, oh, Jake and I love that song. We love the yeah. music video. I got to play it. So, the theme today is songs in which the singer tells you to call them something. Okay. Interesting. A, yeah. I was like, how do I find a theme in this song? That's what I like doing. And then I found four songs where the singer t- says, call me something. Nice, man. Yeah. 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 Happy Monday. Happy Monday! Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day! Yeah, some people don't have work today.
1: Yeah, a lot of people don't. I was surprised. I'd say the majority of the people I know don't have work today.
0: I never worked for a company or a business that took that acknowledged those holidays.
1: Yeah, me either. That's why I was kind of surprised. But yeah, like my my building was a slot fest last night. because of american football which is kind of crazy um and yeah i just a lot of people i ran into were like yeah M- mlk day off so yeah, i think i'm happy i encourage that
0: oh yeah i think the divisional round is going to be a lot of what we talk about today but first we got to go through um some of our weekends because i had a very important weekend jake yeah man i was, I was just gonna say how was, how was your weekend bud on Saturday, okay, on Friday night, I was hanging out alone with Zimmer, just being lonely, watching watching shows, or I don't even know. I think I was just searching Netflix forever, and then I landed on a Babe Ruth documentary, which, oh my, I just had such an old man weekend. Anyway, sure. while I'm watching this Babe Ruth documentary, uh, on the other side of the wall, on the outside of my house, I'm hearing all this noise, so I'm like, what the fuck's that? Look out the window, big fat raccoons going through my garbage. And we've been kind of knowing that we have something going through the garbage, but I was hoping it was right. seagulls because uh, we're, we're on an island, and they tell you like, watch out—the seagulls will go through your trash and shit. But right. Katie's like, I think it's a raccoon. I'm like, I don't know if there's raccoons on the islands. Anyway, if any, I don't know if anyone knows this about me. Or they might. I'm like a huge pussy with anything that's smaller than a dog, like any animal that's cat or or a raccoon or possum, smaller. Huge giant pussy. So anything
1: rodent, rodent sized,
0: rodent sized, yeah. I just turn into, like, just, like, hate myself how scared I get. Uh, So, anyway, I'm, like, wake up Saturday morning. Okay, time to take care of this. I have to now rid this raccoon problem. So, I'm, like, I go straight to Home Depot. I buy two types of raccoon pellet. I buy new garbage cans that the lid can't be blown off, that, like, the lid is attached, which they're stupid expensive. And then I bought bungee cords to bungee cord the top down that's like some of the, to, to make sure they don't get in the garbage, bring it home. I change out the garbage pails. I now have a sense of pride over my garbage pails, which is the weirdest thing. Like I walked out Sunday morning and this morning and I was like, check it out, Katie. Bungee cord's still on looking good. And it's just such a weird, and I'm not a homeowner, but I re-rent this house. Just felt like my dad a little bit. Not a bad sense. Just like did something that my 16 to 24 year old self would never ever want to do, yet alone take pride in after the fact. But now I got these brand new garbage cans, and they're beautiful. So that was a big weekend for me. Then I cooked dinner for my entire family.
1: Yeah, twenty-four year old us probably tries to bait the raccoon into like going to the neighbor's house, like putting putting like a cheese path over to the neighbors and being like, "This is a pretty good trash can, huh?" How <laughs> friendly this one out.
0: raccoon. And I, think um, it, I think it's living under my deck, which really scares me. And I went to my parents' house and I was talking to my cousin and some people that are working on their house, like construction dudes. And one guy was like, dude, I have a trap. We can catch it. And I was like, if you want to catch it, that's totally cool. But I can't right. be a party to that because right. I'm, like, deathly afraid and such giant pussy. So right. I'm out on being any – like, if you have that thing in a cage and the cage is locked shut and you want me to, like, grab – Oh, dude, I can't even – yeah, I can't even go near that thing. How about that? And I, Jim, note the wild card is there
1: that's not getting enough play, which is which is the true coming of age. A good bungee cord.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I had this whole long thought about bungee cords the other day. Like, if you got a bungee cord from the 1950s and a bungee cord from 2009, is there a guy in the bungee cord industry that could be like, well, oh, you see what they what's different now? Because to me, bungee cords haven't changed in 50 years. But I wonder if there's a bungee cord expert like, no, 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 no. This is... See, that one, that's probably 1980s model because because this and this and this and this and this one. That's what I, I thought. <laughs> wholeheartedly. What do you wholeheartedly. think?
1: Wholeheartedly. I think the bungee technology has improved tenfold. I mean, just think of all the developments we've made in plastic, stretchy stuff. Any, under- anything, anything that you would use to make a bungee cord... I think that technology during our lifetime has come a
0: long way. But have you ever held... I, 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 I think that's true, but I've never right. held a bungee cord and been like, Dad, this is one from the 90s. Like, I know that we have some from the 90s, and I know we have some that I just bought yesterday. Right. If you put both of them in my hands, I can't tell the difference. I think there's an expert that can. I want to meet a guy who's like... Oh no, like you know, kind of you with lighting structures. So so if anyone,
1: yeah, I well, my lighting game ain't what it used to be. That's that's the biz I came from for those who don't know. Um electrical supply distribution, flashy, sexy stuff, um but I got out of that. Um But yeah, I, I don't know. One I my I my pride is normally very low, but one of my proudest days was just I went to Home Depot and bought bungee cords probably couple months ago it might have been a year ago and i'm still talking about it so maybe i should just <laughs> stop but i'm glad I'm we glad
0: bungee corded. St- we bungee corded a mattress to the top of the car and i just sure. like googled like i wonder if like this is considered smart and it was the top answer like don't use bungee cards to yeah. s- strap things to your car yeah. <laughs> we had to drive over a bridge over the island with like huge wind and stuff with this mattress on top of the car bungee corded or whatever
1: you just know when something's secure and something's not secure.
0: It's a really good call. I drove I drove from anyone that lives in the Bay Area. I drove from Walnut Creek to Livermore with a mattress and a box spring on top of my Ford Explorer tied down with twine. And we're going on, you know, the five lane uh, sure. freeway, they call it. And I knew it wasn't secure. Like, you know, what I'm right. like, I knew. It. So we're driving. I got my hand out the window. David's got his hand out his side and we're holding on and our hands are like getting frostbite. You can feel it flapping on the highway. I'm trying to go as slow as I can, like 50 in the right lane with flashers on. And like, this is not good. No. Had to come to parts like, if this falls off, we are uh, just not doing it. We're just going to, that mattress is gone, and hopefully it doesn't fuck up anyone's life behind us.
1: Just take the next exit.
0: (laughs) Anyway, my other note from the weekend, then I'll ask you about yours kindly, is I bought Nutella for the house. Okay. And that is now on my list of can't buys. Like, oh yeah,
1: how how could you think you could have that in your house?
0: It's so good. Nutella is one of those things that I I feel like it's like Starbucks, and you know, like pumpkin spice lattes, where like white girls get made fun of, like, oh, you love your Nutella, sure. But I'm on their side with this one. I'm not with the Starbucks stuff and some of the other things.
1: Well, I think if if we're if we're putting that in a box. I want to say Nutella, I, I think that's a more male-centric, like, Starbucks-type category. Like, I know some guys growing up, and they still ride it out to this day, that were, like, Nutella guys.
0: Yeah. I, it's, it's, I mean, it's so good. You know how I went through a cereal phase a couple weeks ago, and then I cut myself off, like, hard? I was like, no more cereals allowed in and this And then house.
1: you suggested that I go get some cereal because you were eating too much cereal and getting fat. <laughs> Yes, yeah. I do remember that.
0: Yeah, well, you maybe you should get some Nutella now. Uh, yeah, because it's we still have some, but it's just like eating spoonfuls of Nutella. Like I got pretzels, I was dipping pretzels, but it was kind of like, but more they were just the pretzels were acting as a spoon.
1: Clearly, it's the unhealthy hummus. You don't really <laughs> care. You don't really care what you're snacking with. Yeah. The hummus and the Nutella
0: are yeah. the treat. That's just how could a you shoveling not, device.
1: How could you think that was gonna be okay? It's like a jar of melted chocolate, basically. Because
0: I've been pretty good and and like regimented in just like snacking in general. So I was all right. like, all right, I'll I'll buy this because why not? And then I, you know, can't do it. So uh, that's out. Once that's gone, that's hard cut like cereal.
1: Well, nice weekend.
0: How was your weekend? You did it a lot much more than lot, fight but, off raccoons
1: yeah did a couple ski days had a, had a couple buddies come through town um little couples weekend Ugh. um but no it's a lot of fun um two really good ski days
0: you wipe out ever do you ever fall on the mountain
1: not really um so
0: you're not I don't doing know, any, man. It's, not doing it's, anything cool then you're not doing jumps
1: well I did I did one cool thing yesterday. We did uh one like backcountry run thing that is like full fresh powder, no path, like going through trees. Which I've never done that before. Like our buddy Sam like does that stuff and we just assume like that's okay.
0: The like, glades, hitting up the glades.
1: Hitting up the glades, bruh. And uh Yeah, it was cool. It was it was like my first time doing that. You know me, I have a bad reputation. If I have to go to the bathroom, I have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Like if, if we're in nature, if we're in public, it, it's it's going to happen. Um, so I that was my only thing. Like I right before this run started, I was like, I, I kind of got to go go potty. Um, and like there's no there's no clear path. So I'm like, I don't. A, I don't know if this is going to take me 10 minutes or like 45 minutes. You're usually pretty quick. So I mean, long story short, I'm I was preparing to take a poo in the woods, but I didn't have to do that. Um, got down, got through the run. Survived. You didn't want to.
0: It's just funny for anyone that comes through that path before, like, oh, we're in the fresh powder, no one really comes through here. Oh wait. So that's There's the thing. There's shit.
1: I could have done it semi-professionally where I could have sincerely gotten my human poop out of the out of the con- like it would have been in nobody's way, but. You know, I know that's still not the best look. Uh, that's a, that's how you ruin someone else's ski day. Grew up in the streets, man. We used to lean over to get our poops out. So, common topic. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then I mean tried tried to rush back and caught some of the
0: foosball, Jimmy. Big football Sunday in America. It's fun, yeah. It's fun. Yeah, Sunday I didn't do anything. I just did some work. I Had to get had to edit a bunch of podcasts down. We had to record. My eyes are starting to really hurt me, so that's good news. I'm am fi- finding that I I will be watching TV, and then I'll find out like I'll like snap too, and my eyes are out of focus. I'm really worried about this. I have no money to see an eye doctor or anything. I think I'm just straining my eyes from looking at screens. That's why I have these, these glasses for when I look at screens that I'm actually wearing more than I ever thought I would. But uh, if anyone's an eye doctor that listens or their dad is or they know someone, find out what it means when I'm watching football and I think I'm paying attention. And then I find out, like, I kind of, like, come to and the, everything's blurry. And then I have to s- strain my eyes and, like, blink and then to unblurry everything.
1: What's yeah, that about?
0: Do I have eye that's, cancer? That's called Sunday. No, it's been happening. I call that Sunday. It's been happening every day for like the last seven days.
1: Oh, so the football's not a requirement for the eye doctor? The football's not a requirement? Oh, I thought that was part of the condition. You watch football, you zone out, and then your eyes are blurry.
0: No, it happens like during this show with you. (laughs) That's a joke, bud. (laughs) You lost me. (laughs) Lost me with a joke. Let's go into sports. Like, tri-state sports, who cares? But I'll just do it real quick. the nets beat the magic by two suck it sam russell with 40 points the devils lost to the ducks the rangers beat the bruins in a battle of my family alma maters my dad's iona gales crushed my sister's marist red foxes 90 to 77 yukon beat tulane 87 to 71 jalen adams dropped 31 points whoop de doo basil season's over ccsu was up at halftime so st francis spiked their water bottles and then came back and beat ccsu at the end bullshit st john's lost to butler got anything to say here about any of these or should we just move on to football
1: well i've got i've got good news something that you'll like Um, love the good news i'm a big fan of good news know how we're, we're we're a supportive nets podcast yeah, like we don't have any qual. We could start calling them Tim's Nets because I have a buddy named Tim that really loves the Nets. So, what's his,
0: what's his middle name? Um, uh, his last name's
1: McGovern. If anyone wants to look him up and follow him, um, I'm not sure. Tim, the Net McGovern. Tim's Nets, um, dude. Tim's Nets are up to sixth in the Eastern Conference standings currently. Um. And something I'm I'm kind of peacocking with 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 the guys I do some of the talking Nick stuff with is uh, D'Angelo Russell man I I've, I've always liked him he's he's had a couple like ugly numbers some high usage rate and stuff like that um, but dude he's he's having a really nice year averaging nineteen nineteen six and four um, and yeah they're the sixth best team in the East right now so good 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 for the Nets um, that's uh, a a good turnaround tale. Um, a lot of a lot of Nets Knicks hate on the Twitter sphere, and it's like, hey, we're both been so bad. Let's like worry about other guys. Um, yeah, UConn beats Tulane. Not uh, don't care. Like you guys had a chance to get the season back on track, and you haven't done it yet. Maybe they will. Um, and I don't know. I I was gonna say something about the Islanders. I saw someone someone tweet out something that the Islanders like jump to first in their division or something, but I don't know. I don't actually care.
0: Nice. I'm going to do golf right here. So last yeah. w- last week we were talking about the golf, and we chose, it's one and done fantasy golf. You get to choose one golfer for each uh, tournament. Uh, last week we didn't have it set up, but we did it anyway. I chose John Rahm. Who did you choose? I can't remember. I chose Andrew Putnam. Andrew Putnam. Looks like he didn't make any money. Oh, okay, so yeah, he, he came tied for thirty first, and he made twenty nine grand. Yeah, my dude, John Ram, John Rom, he came Finish in sixth sixth and made two hundred and twelve. So I beat you, but it doesn't well, count. That's not how this works, actually. I thought you got their winnings.
1: You do, but I mean that doesn't mean you beat me. Like that's that's like
0: saying I'm ahead after round one. Can I say that?
1: No. That's like you that's like being the guy that sprints the first 20 feet of the marathon to say you won the marathon.
0: I'm ahead after lap 1.
1: No, like no, I'm still not giving you that. That's not how this operates at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am. I know what you're saying cuz now I could have But no, you I... like used a, you used one of the best golfers in the world. Yes. I understand. It could be a bad strategy, but I'm up after lap 1
1: you're not up after lap one
0: I think i am anyway it doesn't even matter at all because this doesn't count but we set right. up a, we set up a league if you want to join it i'll tweet it out or i'll put it on the instagram but if you can you can join it now it's bit.ly so it's a bitly link if you don't know it's just a shortener bit.ly forward slash jjr golf do you have a browser open can you make sure that works
1: you went full Bitly? I, I, Dude, I don't even understand the Bitly stuff, so you're kind of talking to the wrong guy.
0: What do you mean? Go to your web browser and type in bit.ly slash JJRGolf.
1: I mean, I'm already in the league, so bitly
0: slash j j r slash JJRGolf. It's just a link shortener, so you can customize it. Yeah, it looks like it worked. Yeah, that's just so I can say it instead of saying, go to... Otherwise, it would be like, go to fantasygolfmetrics.com slash contest, slash contest detail, question mark, contest ID, 1335, at team. You know, that's more annoying. So, B-I-T-L-Y slash J-J-R golf and join. I don't really know how the back end of this site works. It looks like I'm there. Do you have a team set up? Because it looks like I'm the only team set up right now. I have a team. Oh. It, it, it like, doesn't, it reveals them once everyone picks the, uh, the first week. Okay, so I haven't made a pick for the first week. Anyway, right. we'll we'll make a T-shirt for the winner. I, I we had a I think probably a handful of people chime in, which means there's probably a handful of people that didn't chime in that that will also participate. But it's uh, every every week, everyone chooses a golfer, and then uh, you can't choose him ever again. Right. Yeah. Cool. All right. So go do that if you want to. B i t dot l y slash j j r golf. I'll tweet it out and put it on Instagram too. Cool. Let's go into national news. You ready? Oh, I think so. I'm still checking
1: out some of this bitly stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jim, the big news. Everyone's talking about it at the water coolers today. Oh, you just realized you didn't have work today. You're talking to the water cooler. But you're yelling about Chris Bryan and Ryan Dempster... Shitting all over St. Louis, and they never want to play there because it's boring. The Cardinals got offended by this, Jim. The baseball's back. Hot stove. No one really cares. Let's talk football, Jim. The New Orleans Saints lose to your L.A. Rams in overtime. Um. Jim, a lot of people talking about the referees in this game. We'll talk about it in a second. And then the nightcap, also an overtime affair. The Pats beat the Chiefs. People are talking refs, coin flips, everything you want to talk about in football. So let's do it.
0: You don't care about Chris Bryan and Ryan Dempster talking shit on St. Louis? Not at all. I liked it, but then I don't Even like... Even
1: as a baseball guy, not at all.
0: But did you see how upset Yadi Molina got? I mean, what's he supposed to do? Well, like, he could have playfully bantered back about Chicago being shitty or like, oh, we'll beat you, but he was like, anyone who would trash another city is a loser and a coward, and yeah. they're a bunch of losers, and it's was like, whoa, dude, they were like on a Cubs set joking around. Mm-hmm. I don't like Yachty, and I don't like St. Louis. But anyway, uh, I went 2-0 and on my picks. Saints lose. Chiefs lose. You went <laughs> 0-2. <laughs>
1: Normally, people say the teams that win,
0: but I like that. I was reading from the sheet, and the Saints were the first name up, so I, I got confused by it as well. You
1: duped yourself. Well, technically, I mean, the, the refs
0: in the coin won. Uh, I mean, we can talk about that. I don't think the Saints got jobbed. Okay. Saints so got jobbed check. big time. First uh, check. Yeah. I, I don't know what the, you were blaming the coin because overtime.
1: I mean, <laughs> like the Chiefs didn't have a chance.
0: But that's how, I mean, that's how the game works forever.
1: Right. But people are ta- people have talked about for a long time that that's a terrible rule and now it gets exploited like that. Like yeah. if a coin flips the other way, Mahomes and that offense have been rolling yeah. they score. And I mean, that's it. Like they didn't. They didn't have a, ch- They literally didn't have a chance.
0: Well, they could have stopped them like the Saints and Rams game. Well, we could be saying the same thing reverse if the Chiefs got it and they scored. But I wouldn't I, I mean, wouldn't be saying it. I don't I don't care. About
1: I don't that. know. A lot, a lot of people just need they understand that for the regular season. Like it makes a ton of sense. Like you can't just play football all day. But like in the postseason, I mean, that's terrible.
0: That's terrible. Yeah, I didn't see I didn't I mean I believe that people are upset but I didn't see any of that. Or I don't whatever. Stop them. Just make I mean it stop just them.
1: think think about if that was your favorite team. If that was again,
0: I'd I'd say Giants or
1: Yankees. I know baseball obviously doesn't translate. It <laughs> I mean, for a football team, it feels like a baseball game going to overtime, the Red Sox get to hit first, they hit a home run so they win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I get it, but I'm just saying. Like, I don't know. That's the rule. I don't think they're going to change rule. I think they're going to change rules on the Saints game. Like, I think that no call. I think that is going to lead to being able to challenge plays like that. I think that's the final thing because that's fucking terrible. Yeah, I mean that that is that is absolutely garbage that that happened. But I will say this: I'm glad it happened because if they called pi there and then the Saints. Uh, ran the ball or like took a knee twice to run the clock down then kicked the field goal and won it that would have been way more boring as a viewer than what actually happened to end that game so
1: (laughs) that's that's brutal of it I mean I I'm just I'm such a sports guy I put myself in those the other team's shoes and like dude if I was a Saints fan like what would I be thinking today
0: you're just depressed and mad and that's unfair. <laughs> that's oh, super it's totally unfair. unfair. It's totally unfair. But I'm saying it would have been a more boring ending had they called the correct call. Would have I been. Will,
1: I will remember this come Yankee season.
0: What? I'm saying it was wrong and they should change the rules based on it.
1: Yeah. Well, show, show a little more s- sh- empathy, sympathy.
0: One of those words. Why? I don't care. Wow. That's rude. If I'm a Yankees fan, I don't need someone that's like a, a Twins fan empathizing with me.
1: I, I think you'd like it instead of them being like, hey, well, it, was, it was entertaining that your Yanks lost, huh, Frank?
0: No, I think as long as they say, yeah, you got jobbed, but that was fun to watch, I don't even care. That was more fun to watch than than what would have happened. And it's funny because the, the defensive guy, I can't think of his name right now, said, oh, I was just trying to draw a penalty. Anything but giving him the touchdown right there. So he right. admits that. The refs immediately admitted they got the call wrong, like they got bodge. That's where... It's just, it's just so fucked. It's just so fucked that you get a there wrong call there and you have go. to live with it. Oh, oh, but it was more entertaining for me. And that's just, fine. Yeah,
1: that's fine. I just, I just need you. I needed to hear that emotions out of you. I said um, they should
0: change the rules.
1: I know, but I that was like a casual. That was like in passing. Well, probably change the rule, but that was entertaining, huh? Like that. That's really, really sucked. Um, and yeah, I mean, like Drew Brees is old. <laughs> like in this. The, this could be the end of the Saints. I don't know. The um, first,
0: the first couple passes that breeze through were awesome. The key on breeze, to breeze. But but yeah, the Rams, the Rams win. I mean, the Rams played pretty good too. Like they played a pretty good game. That was a good game, and so they were both good games. This is really good, really good playoffs for the NFL in general. Not for the refs, terrible for the refs. But from an entertainment standpoint, they're all really good games. I think the only dud was Chiefs, Colts. Chiefs Colts was a
1: dud, and Pat's Chargers. I mean, that wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't yeah. a game at all. But that's ten games.
0: The eight of them were been like pretty good. Yeah. Foosball. Yeah. No, this is a this was a good good playoffs year. Every game felt like like this is the best championship weekend in a long Ooh, time. Hey, you got to uh. oh, hey. Chiefs
1: and KC or KC and New Orleans disagree with you um, well, I'm talking about just a general competitiveness right and they disagree um I I think I I don't know Jim I I kind of disagree with you I so should should we can we jump to the Pats game you need anything else to get off your chest about McVeigh and
0: or New Orleans nope the stadium was really loud the whistles was was kind of cool the Stadium all the loud. all the clips of them saying on the sideline like I can't hear and the linemen talking to themselves it was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome stuff. And um, I saw someone tweeting about it and it and it just reinforced how lame Seattle is and I was like, yeah. This is r- real fans. Bingo. Um
1: and you know you know it's you know it's really cool. I mean, the fact that um Sean McVay is 32 years old. So, 33. Uh, he turns thirty three in January twenty fourth, Jim. So shove it up your butt,
0: choke on it. Uh, so he'll be twenty thirty three uh, for the uh, Super uh, Bowl. A uh, 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 choke on it. <laughs> he'll be thirty three for the <laughs> Super Bowl. I was trying to figure yes. out why they keep saying thirty three. Then yeah. youngest person for Super Bowl thirty three. Okay, well that is cool. Uh, I'm younger than him, so I got time.
1: Yeah, yeah. So just need that. Uh, got a couple years until I get my first
0: NFL head coaching job. Mm-hmm. 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 So, what do you want to say about the Pats game? You hate the Pats, right? So, are you upset? I don't actually hate the Pats, Jim. I I I really I like Tom Brady.
1: I mean, minus the kissing your kids stuff that that doesn't do much for me, which I think is a good thing for myself. Um, I I like Tom. I loved when he'd go through that that silly phase when like he he first like wore Uggs and was riding a scooter, and everyone was like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> it's just like he's being Tom Brady because he can. Um. I don't like Patriot fans. I mean, there's again this there's a spoiled Boston generation that doesn't know what being a sports fan is about cuz the Patriots have won everything every year for like 15 years now. Mm-hmm. The Boston has been a really good team and I I guess the spin off of that was I mean, Boston grandparents grew up in this world where their team never won a championship and now Boston's won what? Four and they're a contender every year. Yeah, that was like
0: um, their 13th AFC championship game out of the last 18 years.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just silly. They they expect this to happen. Like, it wasn't... it wasn't it, Even when it went to overtime, it was not a surprise when they won. Um, but I don't know. the um,
0: There's a couple things. There was a couple tight catch plays. Did you see the, those? Yeah, I mean, you're going to have to tell. I watched the whole game, so I saw plays, but I don't know which ones you're talking about. Well,
1: there was... There was, I think two of them were by Hogan. One was ruled incomplete. One of them was ruled complete, and they basically looked the same. Um, I had the one, the one sick, one-armed play. That, that was, was awesome. That was awesome. That's, I
0: didn't disagree with a, a single call made in the Patriots game. Like, there was a lot of tough calls that went to replay. Yeah. But I was on the couch with my dad, and I, like we had the same opinion that the refs came to before the refs, like on replays, every time. Like, I, like, that did not touch Edelman's hand, which is crazy. That was wild. Wasn't that bizarre? So crazy. But it didn't touch his hand because they showed run one replay and the right thumb, it was like, ooh, it might have touched the right thumb there. Then they turned the camera and the right thumb was two inches away. And it's like, okay, definitely didn't touch the right thumb. Then they did the well, same the thing.
1: Insane, the insane part about that was the other camera angle, it kind of looks like it hits the left thumb. So, But then they showed the other angle. It was a double elimination. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Then they show the other angle and it exonerates the left thumb. And it's like, I didn't think they would have the balls to change it, but I was sitting there like that didn't touch him at all. Like if you are smart enough to take two camera angles and say, you know, okay, now match those in your brain. It was very obvious. It didn't touch him at all. So I was, I was shocked. They got the right answer. Everyone on Twitter was like, no, it, like it touched him. It touched him. Like I didn't touch him. It really didn't, which is fucking bizarre That it didn't touch him. The luckiest break. That was not skill or anything. That's just straight up luck, which the Pats get.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I. Well, I mean, the other. If you want to go to the refs, did you the roughing the passer call? I mean, that was ridiculous.
0: That was ridiculous. That I think. I think like that can't happen. That's
1: 15 yards on a game-winning drive.
0: That's because your
1: defensive lineman made a good play.
0: That's why I think we're gonna see some changes. But I think the Saints calls sparked some changes where. There's I don't know if like you give it to the coaches to be able to review it or you just have another offic- official like up top that that like so it's it's him saying wait, hold on, you know what I mean? Cuz if the coaches can review every PI call, that would be insane. I also well, Jim, heard I, guess,
1: I I guess this is where I was I was coming back at you a little bit before because I feel like when we did some of this stuff last year or, I, I mean, just uh, you and me, even just talking football. Hashtag talking football. Um, like the, the roughing the bad roughing the passers penalty has been a thing now for a little bit. But, like you say, two of, the team's, two of the team's fan bases walk off happy and victorious. And yeah, we won that game. So you've got the two angry fan bases. But then everyone in general says, oh, that was entertaining. So I don't think anything gets changed. I think the NFL walks away peacocking, saying, like, that was an entertaining weekend.
0: I think that I think that I think that Saints call, like that blatant of a bad call, I think that's gonna I think that's gonna spark changes. I don't think you can allow coaches to challenge like PI and roughing the passer calls though, because that might turn into mayhem. I think you've right. got to put an official in the booth that And the officials have to be like, listen, I can override you, and it's not me saying you're doing bad at your job. Because that's what – they're all full of pride and shit like that. Like, oh, I can't go against another one of my brethren. But, like, no. Like, guy in the booth has to be able to say, no, that wasn't roughing the passer. Like, quickly. We have the technology to do it quickly. But I can see – and I think Tony Romo – and we can talk about Tony Romo, too. He said, like, that ref is standing behind, so he can't see that he actually didn't come in contact with the face. He just sees the hand by the face. So he – and he's – it's like such a automatic roughing the passer gets called so easily these days. Right. That he's like, Hey, that might've been. So I just call it. So they need someone to counteract that and be like, no, it wasn't.
1: Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty ridiculous in football replay. How many thing? how many other things go into, into it besides just getting the call. Right. Yeah. <laughs> which, which should be everyone's goal. Like when they start, when they have their big NFL meeting about replay this year with all the owners or whoever's in there, like that should be the first sentence. Like everyone's goal should be to get every call. Right. If you want this to go the right way. Yeah. Um, I just, I just don't know. I mean, I, I, these are things that we talked about for a few seasons during the season. And I just think, I think they walk away saying what you said that, Hey, it was an entertaining product. ain't broke. Don't fix
0: it. They could, they very well could like, uh, because I think that's, I said that recently about about something else that I can't remember, but yeah, they very well could. But I think that I think there's going to be some changes because that's crazy. So you I I, ta- I take back I take back when I said there was no calls I disagreed with because the roughing the passer was the wrong call.
1: But technically that wasn't a call, so you were still good.
0: Yeah, but all the other ones like catch, no catch, did it touch Edelman? Did it not touch Edelman? Um, I I thought they did a fine job, and I thought they were tested like hard. <laughs>
1: oh, I mean hardcore. I I think the the one Hogan one that they called a catch, I think that one was straight coin flip, and that was that and the <laughs> that the fumble and the roughing the passer were the three controversial calls in a row. So everyone at home is just sitting there like Pat Pat's life
0: yeah um the craziest thing is the fucking neutral zone infraction dude like i don't know i just
1: i don't i don't know he's lining up off sides like i that guy had a solid season for them d ford i i don't know man and and maybe it's me not being an athlete and having been on a on a regular team in a decade and you know going to war with those guys but like I just, I don't know if I could deal with that guy in my life anymore. No, you gotta, like, you gotta, like. I mean, it depends your current relationship with him. If you're on the fence about that guy, you're done.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I think, I think most guys are professional. Like when Nick Foles.
1: Could have been your only shot at a Super Bowl. And if you just didn't line up off sides, you're, you're in the Super Bowl.
0: Yeah. 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 Did you watch? You know, a, do you do you watch any Twitter breakdowns like the people that that uh, take clips and and show you like the schemes and and stuff like that? Because I a little bit. I I I'd love, I'd love to get my hands on more
1: all twenty two footage. If if someone wants to tweet that stuff at me, because I do love that. That used to be when I when I was in class and I was awake enough that I wanted to do something, but not awake enough that I wanted to participate in class. I would draw baseball fields. Oh, yeah. I would draw so many baseball fields, and I'd either do, like, different lineups or just different random stuff, like whatever I wanted to do. Um, or I would draw football plays. And I've, I've never played a down of football, but so, I used to get pretty geeky. There was a couple video games where you could draw up the plays, and I I'd, I'd lost some days there.
0: So I never did football, but I I used to draw hockey practice drills nonstop. Mm like I yeah like just just not even like plays in hockey or like you know set up a power play I would just draw drills that if I was to run my col- my hockey practice and I sometimes I'd go to the, my coach and be like hey want to do this one maybe i when if I have a son and he plays hockey I'm going to really enjoy coaching hockey
1: Nice man I guess
0: anyway Brian Baldinger Baldy NFL on Twitter do you know what that is Sure yeah He's got some really cool breakdowns from this game and since I'm not I'm not well-versed in football. Like, I never played. I don't know the X's and O's that well. So these kind of videos really kind of, like, open my eyes and are awesome. But he's t- he was talking about how his video, his one video, if you just search, like, Baldy NFL Cheetah um, McCordy, shows how the Chiefs were trying to get Hill the ball in so many different ways, like wheel routes, motion, right. bunch formations, just anything to spring him three. Three through and McCourty on the Pats he only had three tackles on the day but he spent the entire game clouding Hill to make sure that Hill never got behind the secondary so he was just like going deep and just covering him it's pretty it's really interesting I love those breakdowns and then he showed the uh, the twist schemes they were the Pats were doing up front to get pressure people that know football probably are like yeah dude a lot of like that's normal but I th- I I find that stuff fascinating
1: yeah, and I, I, I—that is one of my big regrets, and I'll, I'll, I'll probably deep dive in at some point in my life, and I'll—I think it's got to start with a book. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not a book guy, but I think like, I need to read a book. So when I talk to a human that can com- communicate with me, I have some more of the basic stuff down. But yeah, there's, there, like obviously I get zone and man. Like Poppy Gordo's played a lot of mad in his day, but you're right. There's, there's so, so much unique stuff. And dude, the stuff that you know has been impressing me lately, slash blowing my mind. Anything in the trenches, I mean, is just wild. And there's a play, and, and you'll, you should remember this. I, I don't – was it complete to Gronk or was it – I think it was just incomplete. But. Oh, I
0: want to talk about Gronk. Gronk and Tony Romo are on my two talk about list still, so okay. go, keep going. Though.
1: So, let, let me I'll, – I'll get this out of my system and we'll go there. So, I, I want to say it was the, where the Patriots drove to take the lead, um, but one of the Saints' defensive ends comes around the tackle – And he's going to have a shot at Brady, like probably right when he was going to throw like definite chance of strip sack. And the guard came back and like just got an extra pop on him that saved Brady an extra second. Like, I think it was an incomplete pass. But like, I think that's something that like a impresses the hell out of me, like to be a guard in the middle of the action.
0: Oh, I remember the play you're talking about.
1: Yeah. See your tackle gets beat and then just like get out there to get a push on him. Like, a, I think that's awesome. Um, I think that's that's and Brady really good it was
0: it was second and ten or whatever and Brady just yes. threw it at the guy's feet just to get rid of it and Tony Romo said if the Pats if the Pats win this remember that play because that was like an uh, extra push by the guard and Brady understanding don't lose yards just throw it at this guy's feet real quick
1: right like yeah it didn't... looks
0: like an incomplete pass but it was actually a really good play moving forward so he yeah, has a kind of somewhat novice to football like I watched football my whole life but right. I never focused on the ins outs. So I loved what Tony Romo does in the booth I know that people and here's the thing if if people that understand all of that already like naturally right. they they watch football the same way Tony I can understand where they're like shut up dude I know this like stop just spouting but for casual observers, it's awesome which is like uh, I was gonna compare it to kind of when I go on periscope during Yankee games and I'm talking about well, he just threw this pitch, so the batter's expecting this pitch. Oh, he just went inside; he's gonna go outside. To some people, that's obvious, but then right. there's other people that listen to me on Periscope and they're like, dude, it's really interesting hearing breakdowns like that. Now, I'm not comparing myself to Tony Romo because I never played professional baseball, but Chaps from Barstool wrote a blog that just had all the quotes that Tony was saying, right? And it's crazy. Like, here's here's I'm taking this from Chaps, but he said. Oh look at this formation here. Equal set split backs in the backfield with the tight end out wide. I don't think I've seen this formation in 10 years. Like yeah. t- that's like Tony just watching the game. That I found it. I didn't find it annoying. I thought it was awesome.
1: Yeah, I I'm I'm trying to think cuz I I don't think people get annoyed by that too much. I I I love it. Like when he says, "Oh yeah, when when the Patriots motion the tight end to the right side, that, you know, they they always run it out of that formation and then they run it right. And like when that happens, I'm like, that's super cool. Like I obviously knew none of that. Um and I mean if there's some real football hardos out there that know that and get mad at that, I mean a lick a cut. Um Ooh! But I I think people get frustrated when with all of Romo's crazy noises, which I think I could see I'm I'm gonna try to guess. I could see you liking because it's genuine, but at the same time it's like not good broadcasting. <laughs>
0: uh yeah, but I don't really like quote unquote good broad like old school broadcasting. Right. Like give me a player doing that over like Phil Sims just talking like a broadcaster or Collinsworth and um Nance, is it? Uh with him,
1: yeah, whoever it is, Al or e- Michaels,
0: or even, or even Joe. I like Joe Buck, but Troy Aikman doesn't do anything for me, and he's kind of yeah. more of like a professional. So I'd give me a player who's gonna be that over a guy buttoned up. Yeah, that's fine. And it does get annoying at times, but I'll still take it over just nothing.
1: Yeah, I well, I just I I really like his approach. I think you know how you and I were blown away when we when we went to winter meetings. We, we interviewed Michael K, Jack Curry, and we were so excited because we, when, we, when we got the courage to make a couple jokes that we'd actually normally make, we got them to laugh, but they both did the same thing. They did this professional laugh away from the mic yeah, we really... were like we were like, fuck, our mics didn't even pick it up because they laughed away from the mic. And then we were like, <laughs> oh, we were like. That was a good move. That's a professional move. And, like, Tony doesn't do any of that stuff, which I respect. And, like, it's it's fun. He's clearly having fun, and it is it is entertaining. I think, like, with a slight tweak, it can be a little less, like – he he has, like, three moments a game you're watching the broadcast, and he makes some weird noise or something, and you look at the person you're watching the game with, and you're like, <laughs> like, what was that? <laughs> what was Calm that, down.
0: dude? Yeah. Oh, Jim! <laughs>
1: I don't even mind that so much. Like, if you're excited, you're excited. But a couple of the noises, it's like, come on, buddy.
0: I'll take it over buttoned up people. I
1: mean, yeah, that's, that's
0: true. I, I, we're we're pro Romo, pro Romo pod. Yeah, which is interesting. Whatever. It is cool when he calls the plays and stuff.
1: That like that blows my mind, and that's again, that's something I'll never be able to fully understand. Is like, there's there's middle linebackers out there. That like know every play that's coming, <laughs> like and it, like that's just mind blowing to me. Like you can just tell by the formation how guys in the line are standing, how the running back's standing, how the quarterback standing, or any little weird stuff. Like that leaked out. Um, I think it was last week. I think I want to say it was Rams Cowboys that the the Rams knew, um, what the Cowboys D line was doing every play because of their hand position or something like that. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. But I again, that's one of those things that like we the only thing in baseball that comes like that is tipping your pitches. Um but like that's I, that's just something we'll never fully be able to appreciate that the whoever it was, whether it's the Rams O-line coach or the offensive coordinator McVay himself, but someone spent <laughs> their time watching all the Cowboys game tape and could tell if a run play or or uh, no, it was, the de- it was their defensive line, excuse me. So they knew if a stunt was coming or if they were putting pressure up the middle, which is like, that's insane if you have that advantage in football.
0: Yeah, what's that scene from Invincible with Vince Papali? Look at my knuckles. Are they white or am I sitting back? Some scene like that. that? I like that? Your, your impression face there was good. Look at my knuckles.
1: Very intense with the glasses.
0: Well, these glasses don't fit my face. They don't look normal on me. But I also my hair is so long.
1: They're growing on me. It's a look. Like it's not your. It's not your. It's not how they're gonna remember you look. But it's a look. Yeah. Know what I, it is? I, know how you see like you see an old clip of a broadcaster and you laugh like Scott Van Pelt with hair, or someone like that. Like before they hit their pinnacle, you see like what they were doing when they were a little younger. I think I think this is gonna be in like part of your part of your montage like look at this look he tried for a little bit
0: <laughs> it's not i'm not trying to look I, just, I know i know i know you're
1: not but
0: <laughs> trying to <laughs> help my saying. eyes my hair is really long montage. i never thought i'd have long hair again because it's so gray and gross but this is getting pretty long here i like it katie likes it so i keep it
1: yeah she does
0: that's halftime oh i didn't talk about gronk that was the other thing i want to talk about
1: gronk halftime gronk show
0: taking back the halftime no i'm taking it back everyone dispel it from your memory. I just kind of want to ask. I've been out of football. I don't watch every pass game. And, and last season I didn't have cable. So I was kind of out. I think everyone knows that. So I, I, if I sound like an idiot, I'm an, uh, that's why. Sure. Gronk to me felt really weird because last time I checked in, he was a superstar that got double teamed and got targeted a lot. And the Gronk last night was a role player who was phenomenal at doing his job but just like a very small piece in the cog until they did line him up uh, on the outside and that one pass to him on third down where they it was lo- he just got him one-on-one on the outside and Tom Brady just literally lobbed it and Gronk just pushed the guy and caught it like just backyard the fifth graders were playing against the third graders and they could yeah. run that play every single day that was awesome but did, has gronk faded from from the starlight was it just oh, for yeah. this so okay so but he's but still it, dude
1: it's it's all it's it's like all injury based and it's 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 literally and i the name that I use from football history that I feel like we've heard people talk about is Mark Bavaro who is supposed to be this gronk esque tight end from like the 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 old giants teams mm-hmm. and i just think and it it just shows like what this sport is like your body can't do that. Like, all the clips of Gronk getting hit by safeties and they bounce off and, you know, getting sandwiched by a, a linebacker and a safety and he still catches the ball. Like, you literally see the effects. And I think, I think when, when the guys deep dive into it, they just say he doesn't have, like, his hips anymore. Like, he literally, like, can't turn. <laughs> like, like, Gronk can still run straight. Like, that jump ball. Like, Gronk ran straight, went up, caught the ball. He can still do that but like cutting and running over the middle, he looks like an old man. And Jimmy, the the thing that I was blinded by was, I guess the little things. Cause like you, you can just tell when he's running down the field, it's not the same Gronk from two years ago or whatever it is like that. That guy used to be faster than the linebackers, more powerful than the safeties and just like an impressive beat. He was Travis Kelsey. (laughs) We, we saw a little bit of Kelsey doing it. Um, I just thought, like, dude, even him lining up for plays, he looked just, like, battered. Like, I remember I remember watching, like, five plays in a row. Like, he was the last guy to get set, and it looked like he was literally, like, doing a checklist in his head, like, okay, plant my right foot, make sure my right hip is placed in. Okay, plant my left foot. Okay, hips are aligned, I'm feeling okay. Put your arms up, let's play football. Like, it... <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's just...
0: Well, I was it's... impressed with his game. I mean, when he needed the big catches, he got the big catches. The fourth and one when they they thought they were just going to run like a little dive just to get the first down when they're on the goal line. But Gronk and the other dude opened it wide open for the touchdown run. Like, Gronk had a really yeah. good game. But I was just shocked watching it. Like, this dude used to be all the camera time, all like all 50% of the targets used to go his way. And it was the Edelman show. Edelman's so good and so reckless.
1: Yeah, he uh, well, he he also got his ass saved on the because after the interception, after, after the miss punt, he then had the miss the interception, the interception go off his hands. Um,
0: yeah, but he gets but targeted yeah. so much and uh, and up the middle, like I don't know, it was, it was impressive watching what he does,
1: and, and that's the insane part we talked about it a little bit, like to know, like we we just talked about the Patriots making game plan for Tyree Kill to not go over the top of them. Like if you're the Chiefs, they must have spent so much time on Edelman, and every team does every week. But the dude just gets open. Well, and freaking...
0: Brady, and when Brady hits him, he hits him so quick.
1: Yeah, and it's like uh, he was seventh round draft pick quarterback, something like that. Like it's crazy, and that's just that's just the Patriots.
0: Yep. All right, real halftime, and we're towards the very, very end of the show anyway. So yeah, uh, like the like the last couple Mondays, we're gonna skip the national – the the real news and just do uh, bed of the day and some other stuff, which is how we thought Mondays would go naturally. Yeah. But now we've actually found it. We'll, we'll do be you have any,
1: any two-week-out Super Bowl thoughts? Anything you need to get off your
0: chest? I am excited. I Like, there's two camps. I'm sick of seeing the Patriots in the Super Bowl, and that's one side, and I totally get it. Right. Um, well, I'm not. I, I If the Patriots – like, I want the Pats – I want the Pats to prove that they are like team of the decade and amazing and I am fine with being in awe of the amazement like I'm not a Pats fan right. or I want the Pats to get their hearts ripped out two years in a, in a row in the Super Bowl and I'm so satisfied with that as well. I just so I I land in the, in the the area where I'm just more interested when they're involved. And I know there's a lot of people that try to fight that. They're like, I need fresh faces. Well, yeah, I totally get. Because, like, in basketball, I do not want it to – I would not – if the LeBron was still on the Cleveland, I would not want the same two teams. But I kind of right. like how it's a different team each year coming at the Pats. And, like, Tom Brady is old, man. Yeah. yeah. So so I, I just come from the land of I'm more interested when they're involved, which I think upsets people. But I, I I'm not going to hide it
1: yeah i i i don't know I think you and I both love storylines and hey look look what we're fucking doing for a living um <coughs> but this now that it's now that I've fully thought about it, like this is gonna be the full quote unquote has the torch past game like it Belichick and mcveigh like you got the old one of the best coaches ever with the, the youngest coach ever to be in the Super Bowl that every team is trying to copy now. And I think, didn't they say Goff is going to be the youngest QB to start a Super Bowl or something like that? Maybe. I, I think they said something like that. So I, I think there's going to be this, the whole, and I mean, they do this with the Patriots every year, but with their matchup this year, it's going to be the whole, is this the full passing of the guard to like the, Mc, the McVay-Goff? Or are they going to be the next Belichick-Brady?
0: Yeah, who knows? People might have said that about Foles and the Eagles or whatever last year. Nobody you know, said anything about Nick <laughs> Foles. <laughs> That's true. So I'm, I'm interested in it for the Super Bowl. I'm excited about it. Nice, right. man. Oh, I hit two buttons by accident. Hey! I just wanted to give the drum roll an ending, but I hit it by accident. That's the end of halftime. And we're going to go into Jake's. Uh, here we go. Let me find my buttons. Let me find my buttons. Bet of the day. It's the bet of the day. 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 We have Jake Storielli stepping up to the mics. He is three and five in his career on bet of the day picks. He went three and oh, and then he went zero oh and five last week. Can he turn it around or does the losing streak continue? An early guess by Jordan Gag says you're going to go four and one this week. So hats off, there's some confidence for you. Jake, are you nervous? What do you have? New week, new you or is the losing streak rubbed into your brain and you're very tepid?
1: No, Jim. That's see that's the beauty of reverse betting. We we talked I talked you guys through it last week. Last week I had the pick. I thought that the Grizzlies were gonna keep it close with the Celtics, and they did, but I had to reverse bet myself because I was on a losing streak. But what that confirms to me is that I still got the eyes for it, Jim. So I'm I'm so calm. I I was actually gonna tell you, I didn't know what what you wanted to do a friends bet about, but I was gonna bet you something that I was gonna go four and one or better this week, which is ironic that Jordan Gag said that. I don't know if you've got anything that pops up, but um,
0: I guess if, not. If you if <coughs> if you if you go one and four or worse, if you only get one bet correct, right, then you have to do a full show in an accent of my choice. Okay. And if I go four and one or better this week, um. Well, the odds, I have to do... You, you can say something. I'll do maybe a half a show. Okay. Uh, yeah, you ha- you have to do the
1: first half of a show in a super high-pitched voice.
0: Okay. That's okay. fair. And then I'll make you do it in an accent. I haven't figured it out yet, but you have to do a full... Okay, that's full, fair. That's fair. And and so
1: anyth- anything between the four and one and one and four, it's, it's null. We move on to next week?
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Okay. I like it. Okay. Are Are you ready, Jim, for the bet of the day?
0: Yeah, and I just want to let people know since I give you a big intro, I am uh, I'm six and two on agreeing or disagreeing with you. Jim,
1: I'm telling, you, we're gonna get you the sports gambling show
0: soon. <laughs> You're not gonna be on the show. But I'm just going to, yeah. like, wait, 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 wait. What's your pick? Tell me why. What is yeah. it? What is it? Okay, here's my pick.
1: <laughs> it's just going to be this full one-person-off-camera gambling
0: pod. Um, Someone's feeding you your picks, man. No, 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 no. He's telling me what <laughs> he thinks.
1: <laughs> Jimmy. Yeah? I've got a team for you. Okay. On a seven-game win streak that's got a game tonight. Where the other team is favored by nine and a half points. Okay, I'm talking the University of Maryland. The Maryland Terrapins are playing Michigan State.
0: Wow, Spartan versus Frog, a turtle. Spartan versus a turtle. Frog. Spartan versus a turtle.
1: Yeah. Um. So, Jim, my. Uh, Michigan State is favored by nine and a half points. They're ranked sixth in the country. Maryland is ranked nineteenth. I think these these rankings are going to update later today too. So Maryland might be higher than that.
0: It's Michigan State. Okay, Michigan yeah. State is ranked sixth. They're okay.
1: uh, they're they're playing good ball. Um, Jim, I just think this is a big Big Ten game. Nice, good good words there, Jake. Um, I think Maryland Maryland's hot. They want to be back in the discussion. I just think nine and a half points is a, a lot of points for an in-conference game against two ranked teams. So I'm taking Maryland with the points to... So Maryland has to win or lose by less than... By nine points. Maryland's going to cover. Maryland will cover.
0: Six versus 13. Yeah. It's a pretty good game. Yeah. So Maryland, you might have just said some of this. Maryland is on a uh, seven-game seven win, win streak. Yep. They lost a Seton Hall, then they beat Radford, Nebraska by two, Rutgers by fourteen, Minnesota by a lot, Indiana, another ranked team at the time, by three, Wisconsin by four. So they're gutting out games too. They're they're keeping these wins close. Uh, they beat Ohio State by 14, actually. Michigan State. What's Michigan State up to? And where is this being played? Did I miss that?
1: It's at Michigan State. So that's, I mean, that's why they're favorited by favorited. by a good chunk.
0: Okay, so you're taking the terpins. terrapins, which is a the poisonous. Terrapins. No, no, the terrapin is a turtle. Small, Turton. tiny turtle. Is Michigan State going to cover at home? They just beat win Nebraska. By,
1: win, win by 10-plus.
0: 10 10-plus 10 is a big line.
1: Ah. He's thinking about it. Because I want to agree with you. Now you're scared about that high-pitched voice already. You can tell that my juju is back. Uh, you know I'm a streaky guy.
0: But I want to agree with you because 10's a long line. But I don't know. Can I agree, Jordan? Are you active in the chat right now? Can I agree with a five, uh Owen five man? Wow, you know what I'm, I'm saying, due,
1: Jim? I'm baseball. I'm do, baby.
0: <laughs> do you believe in do? You believe in do? How come Mountain Dew's never made a baseball commercial where the third base coach they do a montage of a batter just like there's striking. no
1: teenagers like baseball.
0: <laughs> they just strike out a bunch of times, right? Okay, I'm writing a commercial right now. The, okay, the. Uh, the the batter just like strike out, strike out, ground out, strike out, gets up for the next bat, games on the line. He's all he's all terrible, like he's like really, really not in the zone. He's down on himself. Steps out of the backs, third base coach is like, Hey, Johnny, come here. A little conference. Coach pulls out a Mountain Dew out of his back pocket, and says, Do you believe in dew? Yeah. Takes a sip, goes back, hits the game winning home run. Never stay down with do.
1: You know what, Mr. Commercial Guy, do you want it or do you not? I'm waiting okay. for Jordan
0: I'm waiting for Jordan to answer. Uh, no, Maryland. that's
1: not how this works. You got to go with your gut.
0: I'm right. I just wrote a bang up commercial. That was a terrible commercial. Do you believe in it? For the 80s? It was set in the 80s, Jake. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a great commercial. Not like that. the commercial wasn't set in the 80s. It ran in the okay, 80s. Okay, see, this is
1: a Jake movie. I've seen this before. <laughs> it this ran... is how I
0: live my life. It ran in the 80s, the commercial.
1: You should have seen... Now I'm going to delay for you a little bit. You should have seen me. I put on... Wait, hold I on. Put, okay. Oh, I start telling my story. But now you want, to, you want to do it, huh? Just do it, kid. Oh, you don't even have the sound clip ready.
0: Jake is stupid, but he's smart. I'm livid. I'm agreeing with you.
1: I'm on... I am so mad. I want yeah. to change my pick now just because that's how mad I am at you. But no, it's a it's a pure winner. I was, I was about to tell the people how I put on a, a, cl- a little kid clinic yesterday on how to evade taking a shower as long as I could.:
0: Ah, oh, gross.
1: Yeah. But just like dipping and diving snacks. Oh, what's on the TV? Can I help you with that? Eventually, I took the shower,
0: But why didn't you want to take the shower? I
1: don't know, it was just in one of those little kid moves where like, I know I need a shower, but I don't want to take the shower right now. Mm. Anyways, guys, how, Maryland, how often do you wash money. your hair? Maryland, plus nine and a half, free money. Um, every shower, once a day. Oh, you do? Yeah.
0: Nice. I don't wash my hair every day. Nice, man. I used to be like a once a week guy when I was younger. Then I started getting yeah. dandruff and dry dry scalp, so now I use head and shoulders. And now it's just whenever I put product in it. Like, I didn't put any product in my hair today, so I'm not going to wash okay. it tomorrow morning. That's too much. Nice, dude. Yeah. Your hair gets crazy, though, if you don't wash it a lot.
1: It's just so greasy. It's a, it's a grease fire up here.
0: Imagine. Oh, yeah. Like the scene from Home Alone your head's on fire? I've, I've lived in fear of that for a while. Living in fear of that mm-hmm. skunk. All right. Wrap it up, kid. <laughs> That's the end of the show. This is Paul Simon. You can call me Al. Go watch the music video because it's a good music video. We'll be back tomorrow. And remember, everyone, the theme is songs in which the <laughs> singer says, call me something. That old theme, you you guys. That old theme. Oh, yeah. Next week's theme is theme songs. How about that? Nice. Nice. All All right, everyone, have a good day. See you guys. Go root for uh, the Teddypins. If you will be my